On this episode of Quantum Week, it's June 7th through 13th, 2009. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines, anything that's happening during that time period to make it unique. That's right. Today, uh, June 17th through 13, 2009, The Hangover and Boom Boom Pow. That's right. By the Black Eyed Peas. By the Black Eyed Peas, yep. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Start with The Hangover? Yeah, before we do, I do okay. want to say we, are, we have three shows this week. That's right. And three shows next week. So we're doing uh, The Hangover... Uh, up and taking a Pelham one two three. I think the show's gonna come out like Monday. Wednesday, this will be Monday, Friday, and then Wednesday, Friday, okay? yep. and then uh, three shows next week as well. Yeah, might as well. Uh, so um, subscribe if you haven't already, so you can get those and give us five star reviews if you haven't already. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yes. Um, yes. The Hangover. The Hangover. Okay. Uh, general thoughts. I like this movie a lot. <laughs> do you? I really? do. I do. This movie's what? really funny. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. uh, I'm actually disappointed in the film. Yeah, I like this movie a lot, actually. That is yeah. crazy. Yep. You do? I do, I do. I do, and I think the reason why, and uh, this movie really works on me with a lot of levels, because it's not a movie about jokes. These aren't not, I'm not a big fan of jokey joke jokes. Um, yeah. So what it is, it's not so much jokes, it's the reaction to things. There's very few jokes even in the movie. It's just people's like reactions to what's happening around them. Um, and I find that to be very funny. Uh, I also really enjoy Bradley Cooper's character. I think he's hysterical. Yeah, he makes me laugh yeah. pretty constantly. And then Zach Galifianakis, just that that social awkward character. Right yeah. now, in 2020, it's a little tired between right. you know between two ferns and the three Hangover movies. Yeah, I we've known him for a while now. Right. Yeah. And I, I just think Galifianakis is a very funny stand-up. He is very funny, and um, he's a great he's a very funny comedian. Uh, and he's he's re- this is peak. This is as good as it gets with him. I think Probably, he's yeah. hysterical in this. Yeah, he's and, funny, and it's just I think it's just really well written. Um. And just, I think it's just well done. I laughed out loud maybe three or four times, I would say. Oh, I laughed a lot more than that. Did you really? Yeah. And yeah. you saw this when it came out in 2009? Just a few times. So I saw it when it yeah. came out. I saw it actually about a year ago. Um, just, I just did a rewatch. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I was like, all right, well, I'll watch it again for the show, but maybe I'll play my phone a little bit. Or I'll just, I just saw it like, I don't know, like nine months ago. I'll watch it, I'll watch it again, but I'll kind of like half watch it. But I'm like, I actually ended up just being glued to my, my to the set the entire time. I prefer dialogue funny. So things like Ghostbusters, where it's just back and forth, back and forth, yeah. uh, dialogue funny is more well, funny. Dialogue, to, this, this is dialogue. Yeah, this is more, rea- this is, no, it's, uh, I mean, there's a combination of things. It's more situational. It's more, there, you well, know, situ- okay. like bizarre things are happening. Ghostbusters? <laughs> It's pretty fucking bizarre. <laughs> okay, in this one, you got Mr. Chow jumping naked out of a right, fucking trunk and beating the it. shit out take, of you. You've got the part. baby getting hit by a, which actually no, that makes me laugh. Baby funny. getting hit by a door. That right, was door. pretty funny. But the funny but thing there is, is, isn't so much the baby getting hit by the door, which you don't even really, you don't see, you just kind of hear. No, you hear. But it's the reaction to the guys <laughs> yes. after the baby gets hit by the door. Right, that's one of the parts I like. Um, I think that's funny. I, I, I like, but a dialogue, what's better than when, you know, did you, you know? Did Julius Caesar live here when they're at Caesar's Palace? That's yeah, there's hysterical. some stuff, but it's not like conversational. It's no, that, that's a line delivered. That's not really dial interplay between you know two people having a conversation, saying funny things. I think it's a different. It's a different scenario. He just he See, I drilled one line. I, I really disagree. With you. I think the conversation here is very casual, and I think that's it's, why it is it, casual. It's why it works. Yeah. Um, to me, it's not, and I think the conversation Ghostbusters is very casual. Um, despite just, all the nonsense going around them, it's very much like just people having a conversation. They're reacting to what's going on. I think these, 
I know I'm comparing the two. I know I'm comparing those two you know, the peak. Are, I think it's a great comparison. I think they're very similar. Oh, I don't. I don't. I'm. Oh yeah. There's some. Yeah. There's some I similarities. Know, there's some similarities. But in terms of the script and the dialogue, Ghostbusters just eats its lunch. Like it just. It just kills. It kills the hangover. Yeah, Ghostbusters is bad. I don't say it kills it, but that's. But but I want to hear an example of what you consider to be this dialogue funny movie that Hangover isn't though I don't really like well Ghostbusters is a Ghostbusters primary and example. Hangover are very similar what's uh, what's a dissimilar the, comedy no no, you, no 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 every line back and forth every conversation I laugh in Ghostbusters it's not like that in the Hangover there's some yeah you know, maybe because there's a little bit more drama when you say dialogue. I mean, people having conversation. I mean, conversationally funny. People have. That's what this is, though. You, this isn't like when you say that you're, nah, you're basically they, insinuating that nah. Hangover is like a slapstick kind of no, comedy. No, 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 no. But it's they not. do rely on the situational stuff, like the bizarreness of, "Hey, I woke up in a room with a chicken and a tiger and blah blah blah." Oh, here's Mike Tyson. Oh, like they sort of rely on that. Oh, I got married. You know, a lot of it is the 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 shtick of of um, you know, them trying to figure out their what happened the night before right. and like kind of going through that maze. That has the elements of the. Well, the bizarreness just keeps ramping up, but it's very similar to Ghostbusters, where eventually we have a marshmallow man walking through New York City. Those are it's actually very comparable. That's fine, but you're comparing two things that are very similar. Oh, I know what I'm saying. One is at the top of its game, and the other one is a B. Uh, everything's a B to you. Every movie we give is a B. That's bullshit. Ghostbusters is a fucking A. All right. Besides Ghostbusters and uh, what was the last one we just did? No, there were tons. Alvin and Chipmunks. Everything's a B. There's been tons of A's and A minuses. Right. Don't okay. you remember? No right. Country for Old Men was in the A sphere. Right. Right. There's been a ton. Okay. Silence so for, of the Lambs. So for wins Best Picture Oscar, <laughs> I guess, yeah. other than that, it's yeah. always a B. Uh, no, I think this movie is is, is very entertaining. Uh, so which character is your favorite? This Oh, Zach, Zach Galf- Galifianakis. Uh, yeah, okay. so what is he, Alan? He's Alan. I think Bradley Cooper is my favorite character. He's good, too. I think he's very funny. He's I, such an asshole. I do, right. I do, in general, like Bradley Cooper. Me, too. Yeah, he's I, think he's, I think he's very talented. And he does play that snarky asshole character really well in general he does that well in, in films yeah absolutely um i don't know there's just there i remember so a woman i was seeing at the time actually brought this movie to me probably it must have been 2009 or 2010 or something i didn't see it in the theater and i i, I remember feeling the same way at the time like she thought i would be hysterical through this film and yeah. i just it didn't really connect i there's some funny parts but i just didn't find it that funny and i and in i was i told you last week i was really looking forward to seeing this film but I found myself watching it being kind of like, yeah, this isn't bad, but eh. so you've seen it before and you're looking forward to watching it. Yeah. I think I remembered, I, I looked back at it more fondly, but then after I, after I watched it, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I have seen this again. This is all, you know, there are parts of it that are funny, but then there's a lot long stretches of me not really caring. Like the Mike Tyson thing. I don't give a fuck about that. The fucking tiger thing. I don't give a fuck about that. Okay. Um, so the, yeah, the plot just, whatever the twist. Do you want me to tell you what the plot is? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Doug is getting married. <laughs> And uh, his two friends, Phil and Stu, and soon-to-be brother-in-law, Alan, take him to Vegas for a bachelor party. Alan roofies them, and the next morning, Doug is missing. So Phil, Stu, and Alan have to reconstruct their night and find Doug in time for his wedding. That's correct. Um, no shit, it's correct. What do you mean it's correct? That's correct. That's what, that's what happened in the movie. Oh, you uh, got your... Uh, oh, I'm hearing static from your phone now. I know. I, I, I turned on... No Did one, the, no one else is hearing this, but they're going to fucking hear it. They're not. They're, and when you point it out, they'll hear it. That's, yeah. Well, that's annoying. That's this what, is what that's we do what on the podcast. podcast we talk like, about it. Podcast. Like, you know, I say, I'm a lot. Well, if you didn't fucking say it, I would never have realized you said, I'm a do lot. You know what? I did not say I'm a lot in the last episode, by the way. I, I, that's did, I never would have heard episodes. it. Uh, and now I'm going to shut the airplane mode off. I want to get something. Oh, shutting it. Okay. So you had it on. That's for a second. I had it. That's fine. I'm working something up. Okay. Okay. So one thing I do like about this movie is, and this is similar to like walk hard, which we talked about with, with Mike. 
um, in that you have Oscar winning or Oscar nominated, very high caliber people you really do. in a comedy. Yep, you do. So with this, you have Todd Phillips, who um, I know at the time did you know old school and road trip and kind of dumber movies like yeah. that, which which I I like actually this movie much more than than those movies. Um, and but he also directed Joker, which yep. I, I know Joker has had a very a kind of a complicated reaction among especially more liberal critics. Uh, it's not complicated for me. I don't like the film, but it's not because I, of any I, of that stuff. I do like it. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's very effective. Um, I don't think it's, it's not my favorite film of last year. It was probably not even my top five, yeah. but it's, I think it's very, I think it's very uh, effective. And I think it's something people should watch, but it's regardless of how you feel about it. I it's think it's still a well-constructed it's movie. It's really well. Yeah. Right. It's well shot. Yeah. It's, it's in the performance, obviously by Phoenix is, is interesting and bizarre, but regardless of that, it's a well shot movie. Yeah. This movie is shot like, pretty well for the most part sometimes it's not sometimes it is you can see where this is where philip's kind of finding his groove but like the intro shots some of the stuff of like vegas is really well yeah. done how they're framing stuff and other things how it's shot is really well done uh i really like some of the reveals and how they use the space like the space of the suite is used really well in this movie true like you get an idea for how big that room is so then and how bad they fucked it up <laughs> but even initially when they walk in you're like oh yeah, this is yeah. awesome and you get right. kind of an idea of the room so then when things are all fucked up you understand why things are fucked up and where they are. You understand the bathroom. Like it, it all works really well. Yeah. Um, it, and that's a sign of someone who's a, a more accomplished director than a comedy might have. You have Bradley Cooper who would go on to be nominated for a number of Academy Awards. Maybe like eight or something. He's got a ton. I don't think he has, I think well, under, not just under, an actor, under but that. a producer and, um, and director and things. He's been nominated a lot. Yeah. Um, but he, he's very good. Yeah. And he's obviously really good in this. And, and you know, so you, you got kind of lucky which catching some guys before, but you also have someone like Ed Helms who I think is not funny who is the worst character in the office. Yeah. Who, but he's, I think he's very entertaining in this. Sure. And it's like, oh, this- Except movie, when he sings a song. I like that song. Fuck. I'm laughing so hard. Nah. What? what? It's just not a very good song. Like, it's not supposed it's sort of to be mad- a fucking good song. No, man. it should be funny though. It is funny. Nah. I mean, who's the pro at fucking making parody <sighs> songs in this motherfucking room? You. Thank you. But it's still a good song. Is it a, par- right. is it a parody song? It is, right? Is yeah, it- he's, he's sort of like recounting the scenario. Yeah. That's I, the part of it that I don't... And actually, we're going to get into that with Black Eyed Peas, like matter-of-fact lyrics. It's like, no, this have, is what's happening. Major issues with the lyrics. And this oh, is what's happening. Have, yeah, da, 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 that's, that's a whole different argument. Yeah. Uh, or a whole different discussion. It sounds like a much better argument. Yeah. Um, Ed Helms, though, I think, is, is not a funny person. Like, he's he does not entertain me at all. No, but I he's kind he, of the straight man in this way. He's weird and quirky, but, but kind of straight But he's really man. good in this. Yeah, he is. I really enjoy his character. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever enjoyed Ed Helms is this movie. I think that's probably true. Which shows you, in my opinion, that shows me that this is a good movie. But how it's written is interesting. So um, it was written by, this is what I was looking up. I forgot their names. John yeah. Lucas and Scott Moore. Right. Right, right. But then Todd Phillips got the script, and he actually went and completely re- redid it. He added the tiger. He added Mike Tyson. He added a number, a couple other things yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I think he added the police car. So he added a lot of those things, but he's not, he doesn't have a writing credit, but you know, Todd Phillips obviously can write. He's written other things, you know, so he, he obviously can write. Sure. Um, so having a very good idea, a very good premise come in and then having someone that's a, a very good writer being able to kind of, that's like a, that's a perfect situation. Yeah, it is. Um, we've had it happen with a couple of our films come in that have had that. Some it, rewrites. You have yeah. Some rewrites come in from people who are re- like gross point blank was that situation. We had a guy have a really good premise and then John Cusack was able to kind of go in there and fine tune it. Right. And when you can do that, a lot of times you can, you can really make effective art. I, I think this movie works. I, I really, you know, but. and I really like the premise of the, this, the premise is right up my alley. I mean, it could be, the premise of a horror film actually it could be you know what i mean it's kind of got that same but i've always liked the have to figure out where you are 
premise. I, I, I really like that. This is kind of right. That would, and that how would have been great right is that own, payoff at the end? The credit you mean, with the, you mean going through? The, that is a pretty that's, good. That's phenomenal. That's, that, that's the thing. The whole way, you didn't experience it with them, so you get to at the end. It is, that is a nice so thing. It's so great. It's so funny. It's such a great way to be like, you can't help. Um, maybe you can because you're in buzzkill here. I guess so. But for the rest of us <laughs> who you know can enjoy things and, and are happy, um, <laughs> we can enjoy things. Yeah, wait till we talk about up tomorrow, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's Wednesday for the listener. Well, yeah. Um, no, so uh, anyway, so those of us that can enjoy things and be happy, yes. uh, you can't help but walk out of the theater or you know or press stop on your DVD player or and feeling like and have a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like oh, good. that was awesome. That was a really fun ride. Like that was really really entertaining. Like every time, so I've watched the movie twice in the last year. Both times I watched it, I run to the TV so I can get a closer look at the pictures. <laughs> Plus, you have that great funny one with Galvin Atkins in the elevator with the fucking prosthetic penis. But even the other things like yeah, Carrot Top, you have yeah, Wayne you Newton. Oh, you There's do. so much shit going on. Wayne Newton getting beat, like getting punched beat, out, but does not get. Apparently, that's it. He's going to fight <laughs> yes. back. But like, there's so much happening. It's so fast. It, that itself is like the most entertaining. Like, that's about to be the funniest. Like one and a half minutes in like film. It's definitely right. up there. I mentioned that in Kingpin, like Bill Murray's sequence when he's bowling. Oh yeah. And this, the the credit sequence yeah. in Hangover is like two of the funniest. Like, very good. Half that you're gonna find. I love how we're mentioning all these things that you keep saying are very good, but you don't like this movie because yeah. it's, it's okay. Cause we're talking about the hits. Like the other part that I really enjoyed was them in the police station when they're getting their interrogation room. I really like yeah, that I'm part. I'm down on that. You're not, you're down. That's the one thing I don't like really. That's this movie. fucking ridiculous. It's not that funny. It's funny. Cause they're not real people. Rob Riggle. So Rob Riggle. Oh, I know it's, it's a, it's buffoonery. Yeah. See the other things I like is everyone's kind of real. Like Mike Tyson seems like he's really a Mike Tyson, but I think that that's like a, he's a prop. Like he's, I don't know yeah, why he he's is. there. It doesn't make sense well, Rob to me. Riggle, I mean, so Rob Riggle is a UCB guy. Um, Rob Riggle. What? He's the male cop. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does NFL on Fox. He does a right. pregame show stuff. So he, he's kind of, but he, I've seen him do improv. He's very good improv. Yeah. So there are some people that are very good doing improv that in my opinion, are just not funny or not interesting. And, and so like Zach Woods in the office, he played Gabe. Uh, yep. Nothing out of the office, right? And he's yeah. in Silicon Valley. He's better than that. I haven't seen um, that show. You should. Oh, why are you? Is it an HBO show? Yes. I should. I can't is, just because I can't find it anywhere. Oh I'd my have to, god! Like, it is like made for you. Yeah, I know. You you, you need to watch that. I've Valley. heard that it's really good. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it is like Taylor made for you. You really need to watch that. Yeah, okay. you would be laughing very hard. Cool. But he's he's good in that. Uh, but he's not great. He's okay. Uh, he's really bad in the office. But he is the smartest, sharpest improv comedian I've ever seen. Really? Because it's a different skill set. Yeah, it is. Another guy, Neil Casey, he's the bad guy in the new Ghostbusters reboot. Mm. Um, and he, I, I haven't seen that movie, but he, he doesn't get a lot of jobs. He is the funniest, one, maybe the funniest improv comedian I've ever seen. But it's funny how you can have one skill set, but doesn't necessarily Translate. work the other one. No. And Robert goes the same way. Robert goes pretty good as an improviser. I think he's terrible in film. Yeah. I think he's really bad on that NFL on Fox. He's so lame and corny. He's not lame and corny in improv. Is, I don't it, know because why. He, is it because he's one way when he's acting? Because he seems to be that char- that cop character. It's kind of him. Right. Like, I think films. it's a lot of, so the cool about improv, including about stand-up, is there's no studio influence. Like, you know, right. especially improv, it's all off the top of your head. Yeah. You don't have time to think about what are the test audience is going to think what are the notes I'm going to get on this so you're not filtering you, there's no direct you know yeah. there's no like director on on the, at the moment so right so there's all this filtering where when Riggle's left alone he's funny but when Riggle has to deal with mm. NFL on Fox guys and making Terry Bradshaw laugh he's not funny yeah okay issues with the movie would have been cooler if all the odd stuff in the room had meaning like the chicken didn't have meaning there was like a plenty of shit in there that just didn't the chicken was all over the place they should have had the chicken have meaning I think okay number one number two the song we talked about Jade. What the fuck? Jade puts the kid in the closet with people who are passed out. Yeah. 
And she fucking leaves. Right. She to go to get coffee? Go get coffee. No. That's bullshit. And then she doesn't put a fucking APB out when she go, She apparently goes back and uh, so what's more, it doesn't see anybody what's there. What's more believable? A hooker stripper is a great mom or a hooker <laughs> stripper would do exactly but that. Then, but then she's so kind and like gentle with Ed Helms' maybe character. She's nice, she, maybe she has a drug problem. Who knows what her well, then, situation yeah, well, is? Let's have some consistency in the character. Though. I think that character is actually more true to life than go watch the Florida Project. You want to see? Yeah, you know, go check. That's that's not a laugh out loud movie, but that is a movie that shows you what, what these moms might really be like. I think that's a I think it's a bullseye on that one actually. Yeah, but you're trying to make the you're trying to show the difference between her and the woman that N helps this character is potentially going to marry that fucking that horrible woman. Horrid, yes, horrid uh, woman. So I like the fact that even this potentially drug addicted stripper. Why are you wait? Why are you making a drug addicted? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm filling the blanks uh, <laughs> is, is somehow still a better a better person than this horrible woman. <laughs> Even this with all of her flaws is still more appealing than this. I, I think I like that ideology, but good. Uh, and then Helms realizing where Doug is because the drug dealers comment about roofies instead of floories. I love Come on. Please. I just don't like to believe. I, it's I'm this. asking our listeners right now. If you disagree with Matt's opinion on this, please tweet at him and let him know how wrong he is. Fine. Whatever. You fucking come at me, bitches. You heard it. I'm right about this one. He's wrong. It's such a great. Okay. So roof. The last time we see Doug, they're on the roof. Yeah. They mentioned roofies throughout the movie. So there are some fun clues in this that the first time I saw it, I had no idea he was in the roof. Yeah. I had no, I, it completely oh, I, no, I didn't, I didn't either. But yet there are the last time we see that he's on the roof, the mattress. Yeah. How did that get there? We don't, you know, but, but then the next thing you know, the, you know, there's so many things happening. So, and that's great misdirection and great way of setting stuff up by Phillips. Phillips using pacing and editing. So this is one of the best edited comedies. You'll Come find. On. All right. Let's not just let, let's get <laughs> off our knees. <laughs> let's sit in the chair. Let's not fucking fillet Phillips on this one. It's, it's okay. really well done. This movie's really well crafted. This well, is a, the, but the payoff a, of him being on the roof isn't that awesome. What's because, not awesome about it? Because of the way that it's delivered by fucking Ed Helms' character. It's like it doesn't, it's so stupid how they figure it out. There should have been a way Matt's how they figure it out. The main issue with this movie is a couple of line readings. <laughs> Such a bullshit criticism. Okay, well, we can just boil it down to that then, can't we? I, I guess. It's, and you know what? All this that is the to most be said, bizarre criticism you've had of a movie <laughs> since you've done this. <laughs> That's easy. Um, okay, <laughs> it's hard, I guess. Hard for you to like something you don't apparently all that don't said, like. All that said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's funny in some spots. It's just not my favorite comedy ever. I think there are there are a lot better comedies. Actually, you're totally going to destroy my comedies when we go oh, through I that can't list wait. later on. That'll be amazing. But it's it's not it's not bad. It's not a bad film. I give it a B, like I said. Okay. No, it's not me. It's your other co-host on New Hampshire cast that gives everything a fucking B. No, I, I have hot takes on this shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? We can talk about uh, Phillips a little bit. We did that. Oh, this thing made 460 million worldwide. It was 270 something in North America. That is a huge. Yeah, this movie was, was a giant hit. And then it had the, it had the two sequels. The two sequels were not well received. I will say, so how it works with the show is. I don't think I saw did you, did I have not seen either of them. I don't think I saw them. I really don't want to. But if we do run into Hangover 2 for the show, we will oh, see we'll it. Oh, we'll have to. It was 500 million worldwide or something. Yeah, it's but how, well, how it works for the show is we don't, we avoid sequels. So yeah. for instance, one week, I think the I Am Legend week, uh, yeah. National Treasure sequel was actually number one. But we hadn't seen National Treasure yet on this show. In fact, I've never seen it all. So until we see the first one, we don't see the sequel. But having said, since we've seen Hangover now, we would, in theory, hit Hangover 2, which I, I it sounds like is a bad movie, and it sounds like Hangover 3 is a bad movie. Yeah. 
So I'd be kind of disappointed in doing that. Um, but so like, like we talked about on the last episode with Alvin and the Chipmunks, do you think that they all signed some sort of agreement that, hey, if we do a second and third one, do you I, think the same I thing applied? I believe that's why they did three of them. Yeah. Put it that way. Because I, I would think that Bradley Cooper's got some main major skills. Yeah. And he was a st- at the end of At the end of that. Now, this the thing one, too, is him star. and Todd Phillips are really tight. Are they? Uh, Cooper produced, uh, helped produce Joker. That's right. One of his uh, Oscar nominations. That's right. Um, and um, yeah, so Cooper is, Cooper yeah. might have eight nominations. You might be right. I, I think you. he does. You as, might be right. Both, yeah. I was being, I was being, uh, I was being nasty for no reason. That's never happened before. <laughs> but uh, no, but so. Did you figure he got a star is born? He got yeah. a bunch. Um, Producing, what was directing. The, uh, what was it? American or, Sniper? No, yeah, American Sniper, uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. But I was saying yeah. just the star is born. I think he got three. Did right? He? I don't know. I don't know. I think he got a songwriting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think so that's, that's probably right. right. So, but right. But, so by the last one, now you wonder if it's kind of a thing where like Phillips and him are close. Um, where but would you do like a three month shoot in Thailand for just because your buddy wants you to do it? Ooh. Um, well, you're probably contractually obligated anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know what? Hey, if I do this and I don't put up a stink, you know, will you help me with my next film? That's I, true. I have an idea. I want to work on this. Yeah. And him and Phillips, like, I sound like they do collaborate creatively. Yeah. So I'm sure at that point, then Phillips is like, oh, I'll help you produce Joker or help you produce your next thing, whatever, you know. So, and just like, I think Phillips produced, um, didn't he help produce Stars Born? I don't know. Yeah, I think, they, I think it helps her out. Yeah. Do you, do you ever find it weird when the sequel does better than the original? No. In terms of box office? Do you no. think just because there's been enough hype and people have watched it on DVD yeah. or at so here's what I, service? It actually happens when you think. Here's what happens when it's weird. Yeah. So when the third one outgrosses the first two. Yeah, because this one did not. Right, and it yeah. almost never happened. That's when it gets strange. But the second one often uh, surpasses does the, it? the first one because exactly what you said. Yeah. It uh, you know, might have a cable thing or like Bad Boys 2 way over past bad boys one yeah, i don't remember uh, yeah. um yeah so uh that's usually 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 how those things work okay um anything else cast talked about issues i want to talk yeah. top five comedies of, of, the, of that decade of the aughts of the aughts yeah okay um cool. so I, I want to do this first i'm gonna get destroyed yeah the problem you know the big problem is is i just don't remember all these films so i i have a certain you know a thought in my head about them but it doesn't mean if i watch them it doesn't mean that i would love them again I'm just giving you a little preface All right, for, so that you're not gentle. useful for anybody. Um, so um, I, I, I know how, you know how we clip out sound for the, for the show or you clip out sound for the show. Never. Oh, you mean as doing like uh, for the little clips. Yeah, we, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I want this to be a clip. Here are the movies that are not in my comedy top five. Okay. Ready? 40 year old virgin. Yep. Tropic thunder. Step brothers. Super bad. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. All of those movies I do not consider to be top what five. What the fuck of the are you 2000, talking about? 2009. I'm fine with 40 year old. No, no, I'm just saying. So that's no. that shows you what my list is going to be. This like. is going to be fucked up. And that up. also shows you how strong this period in time was for comedy. They have to be comedies, though. You're not doing like comedy dramas. I'm not doing comedy. So those are all. Com- so these are those movies. Yeah, those are all comedies, and none of them are on my list. That's how strong between 1993 yeah. and 2009, in my opinion, is the greatest stretch of comedies in film. Okay. I think by far. I think I don't think eighties comedies. There are exceptions, Ghostbusters and like that. Yeah. Um. But for the for the most part, like the nineties and the two thousands, the first decade to me are the are the that's the gold standard. Because after two thousand ten, we talked about this with with Mike. It becomes a lot more like has to have a message and and and, and, and and it really loses it. But that time, those that's twenty years. I think to me are strong. That's the best. So we're talking about good stuff here. This is it was no tropic thunder. Really hard making this list. No tropic thunder. No and. so those movies I just mentioned yeah. are all movies I love. Yeah. And they still didn't make my top five. Uh, all right. Yeah. 40 year old virgins on my, in my all right, well, we'll get honorable there. mention. Oh, that's your honorable yeah, mention. Okay. So we both went honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. So what's your top five? What's your five? 
Talladega Nights. Oh. That's my favorite of the Feral movies. All that right. one, I love that one. All right, I have a Feral movie I minded. Not that. What do you like? What do you think is so funny about oh, it? Oh, him and Riley, I think are hysterical. Yeah. I just, I, I love his character. That's peak him for me. That's peak Will Ferrell. That's him at his best. I like Step Brothers better than Talladega Nights. Yeah, I know, I know that really hit for you, and maybe I should go back and watch it. I thought that was funny. I just, for some reason, yeah, Talladega Nights just hit me, hit me better. So my number five movie, I would have no problem if someone saying it shouldn't be on the list. And I have no problem with someone saying it should be number one. Okay. I, I don't think I laughed harder at the movie theater the entire decade than my number five. Okay. But in a lot of ways, it's not really a comedy movie documentary in some ways. And that's Borat. It's is on my list. Okay. Yeah. Um, of course. It's awesome. It's so funny. It's so but funny. But it's not like it's, it, I almost feel like it, it's not like the rest of my movies, including all my honor mention are typical films. They have scripts. They have, you know, yeah. they, they have yeah. actors, you know, no one's playing them, you know, other than like a Mike Tyson random, I mean, no one's really right. playing themselves. Right, right, right. This is all, um, you know, it's a traditional movie where this is so against the grain. I almost feel like I'm cheating at putting no, it on the list. No, this counts. But it's almost like I can't not, I it never laughed to. harder. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really funny. And, yeah. And, and, and Sacha Baron Cohen, I think is funny. I don't think like Bruno is funny. I don't think his I other characters it. are like that. Ali G. Ali G. It's, the Ali G thing I always thought was not that great. It was okay. It's all right. Um, but Borat, Pro, this, this whole, is best. And the way it's just so funny. It's just hysterical. And it's, it's just Todd Phillips wrote it. It's right. One he, of the writers. He'll write it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Borat really works for me. I think it's really funny. Where is it in your list? Do you want to say it? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's up there. All right. So four. Yeah. Hot fuzz. Okay. That's <laughs> a peg and frost. Did you see it? No. You, okay. You can't fucking poo poo that I'm, shit. I know. I'm that's not, bullshit. I'm, you, have know, you seen? I'm, that's here's bullshit. Here's what I'm poo pooing. Wait, wait. Here's okay. Wait. Okay. Have you, have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Hot fuzz. You've seen none of those? I'm just not. What? I'm not surprised fuck? you like this nerdy because Simon Pegg is this like nerdy. nerd comedy like this geek. No, not. I mean, he's also very there's there's he's done a lot of good. He's done some shit stuff, too, but he's done a lot of good. No, stuff. but it's just it's very it's not. You haven't seen it. There's no this Simon is, you can't. Pegg has no I've seen Simon Pegg. He's not a lot of subtlety in his work. He's it's very it's the same kind of people that really dig anime think Simon Pegg is like a riot. There's some great anime out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking losers. Spirited Away is not great anime. Uh, I, I don't. Know. Have you never seen Spirited Away? I, I don't. Fuck that. I don't watch cartoons. This is bullshit. I don't watch. You have you have a fuck. This is this is a problem. This is like you saying <laughs> it is, that it's a problem. This is a problem. You watch no. cartoons and you're this the is man. a problem because no, <laughs> it is. But you're right. <laughs> so I have problems with this. No, the problem is yes. it's like me saying I hate one genre of music, which I don't. Adult contemporary isn't really a genre. It's a fucking collection. <laughs> okay. It's a collection. Already, already coaching yourself. Okay. No, it's a collection. All right. But it's like saying I, think anime I hate. It's a, a collection. It's not. No, it's not. It's like uh, there are artists mm. in every genre yes. and there are artists in fucking anime. And Miyazaki is one of those fucking artists. Before we move on to my number four, uh, okay. what percentage of child molesters do you think like anime? 80%? Well, yeah. If you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think the over there maybe 90? <laughs> I think it might be. Is there any, yeah, is there any child molester that doesn't like anime? So I don't like the, I don't like the, um, <sighs> uh, the pornographic. Yeah. Any, I, though that stuff doesn't do it for me, but the spirit, you don't know spirited away. Or Howl's Moving Castle. Like, the second I find awesome. out someone likes anime, if I'm at like a party, a party or something, or I hear some, I, I, I do. I spear it away from that conversation. <laughs> I go anywhere else. My number four, yeah. my, my number four <laughs> is uh, my favorite Will Ferrell movie, Anchorman. Um, now, I will say Anchorman. So when I first saw Anchorman, it, I was laughing so hard. Now, unfortunately, and it's not. Yeah. This is like that. It's like a song you've heard too many times. Like Hey Jude or whatever. Right. Or like Let It Be, which I think are great songs. And I still really enjoy them. But I, I've just heard them my whole life now, and I'm yeah. just—I've heard the Anchorman jokes for so long, and 
Will Ferrell's career is, and it, it shouldn't affect the movie, but like Will Ferrell's career has fallen apart so badly that you, yeah. just, you can't watch that movie the same way you first. Jesus Christ's podcast. Oh, oh. I listened to two minutes. I'm like, this is just this is brutal. Shitty. And I, I love this movie at one time, but, and I have some friends, I'm sure you do too, that love the movie that are upset, that are, yeah, absolutely. are still are, and they'll tweet about it or like yeah. Facebook post about it. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, really? I gotta go. But I can't not have it because I, when it came out, it was really funny. And it, if it was a, if, let's say it was a movie that made 20 million in the box office and yeah. everyone kind of forgot about it. Yeah. You would, it would I would up. love it more yeah. than I do now. Right. But, yeah, because, uh, yeah, right. You hear everybody four, quoting but, shit. All but right. if you're telling me I'm tired of Bankerman, I'm right there with this. But I yeah. can't not put it in there. It's not in my, it's not in my. What's your three? Top. Super bad. Okay. Yeah, I may honor mention very funny movie. Right, tough to keep off my list. Really good. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was my thing about Super Bad that makes it so effective is, and whether people like to hear this or not, that's how teenage boys talk. Oh yeah, I've never seen a movie show how teenage boys talk better than Super yeah. Bad. Now maybe they talk differently now. Uh, maybe well maybe some of your anime friends could help us. Uh, Fuck off. Uh, but <laughs> no, but it, but it's that banter. It's that busting right. balls the whole At time. At least in the nineties yes. or when we grew up. Totally. That's how. Guys talk to each other. And it's really fun. When, when, you know, girls or parents aren't around, yeah. that's how guys talk. Yeah, it's like unfiltered, let it's loose. It's unfiltered, fucking, and it, yeah. they bust each other's balls. It, it, they do such a great job with it. And Sarah and uh, Jonah Hill are just fantastic. Yes, and, they are. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's really well done. Yep. Um, my number two, uh, uh, my number three, rather, excuse me, is The Hangover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did make my list of, as you know, yep. for reasons we talked about. Two is Borat. Borat which said. So my number two, uh, my number one, number two, I think are people might not love and they're movies that I don't think anyone else probably has as a number one and two. Um, but my number two, uh, has uh, make love in it as well. It's role models. That's actually not bad. That's not a bad. I really role. love that movie. It's uh, funny. Paul Rudd is, is phenomenal. Um, Paul Rudd's character in role models is my favorite. Paul Rudd. It's one of my favorite characters in any comedy. Hmm. Uh, he is so miserable and so funny and so sarcastic and this is a great example of a movie like Role Models where it, it yeah, it has a cult following. It, people like, like you, like you saw, you liked it. Yep. Like, like, but it's, it's not Anchorman where you just hear about it all the time. People aren't quoting Role Models constantly. No, they're not. But like Role Models to me is that character of Paul Rudd is, uh, I could watch that. If that was a sitcom, like I would watch You'd the watch Paul it. Rudd character <laughs> just be miserable every, like 22 minutes every week. I think that movie is hysterical. I really like that movie. That is, that's, um, a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That movie's really funny. Cool. Number one, Tropic Thunder, of course. Okay. I can't argue that. I, it, um, even, I your think list it actually isn't so bad. I think it even ages well. Like going back, it's still, it's, I just find little it's, details that are so funny. It's, it's like Blazing Saddles in that it's still yep. controversial. Yep. It's still really effective and it's still really funny. Like Blazing Saddles and uh, like Mel Brooks. It, they, yeah, honestly, this right. is like a Mel, like producer. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It really is. Like, it, and it holds up. It's really well done. The only thing I don't like about the movie is I don't, I love Robert Downey Jr. I love he Ben Stiller. Awesome. Even Jack Black isn't he's not goodness, but he's not terrible. No, I think he's fine. He's fine. But the the, con, the Tom Cruise stuff where it gets like so goofy and wacky. Uh, people love that too. I know. With and it's his like, dancing it's at the end, it's too cartoonish. Like it is. I like it's 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 too much. Where the movie, it, the movie based in reality because you're dealing with real topics in such a humorous way. That's enough. We don't need that. But don't okay. Do you so it's the character you don't like? It's not necessarily Tom How Cruise. If someone behaving. else were doing it. Oh no, Tom Cruise. I, yeah, I actually, he does a good. Yeah. We've talked about Tom Cruise before. Tom yeah. Cruise is great. Right. I, I even this is he actually does his best he can with this role. Yeah. But I just don't love the, the whole the whole thing. And at the end when he's dancing, it's just like uh, it was it was that like weird dance he does. It's almost like yep. a cartoon. It's very similar to like The Departed when you see the rat run across the at the very end of the movie. I don't remember the rat. But the, I remember. the very last shot of the movie is in Departed is a rat 
running across is the it? balcony. And it's like, in other words, like, oh, yeah, he's a rat. Right, yeah, like, oh, we course, get it. And like, yeah. Tom Cruise dancing, then it's like, oh, we get it. He's a buffoon. We get it. He's, yeah. All right. Like, we don't, you know. Don't, and it's funny because Tom Cruise is doing it because he's such a yeah, good looking. Yeah, don't smash like, it over the head yeah, with it. We get know, it. You know, yeah. there's no subtlety there. But Tropic Thunder is very funny. I cannot argue with okay, you at all on that. Cool. And my number one, we've talked about this before in the show when we did our top five comedies for Ghostbusters, yep. is Observe and Report. The Seth Rogen movie. Now, yeah, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I don't think you did see it because I went back. I did actually, see it. I re-listened to that episode and you think you confused it with Paul Bart Mall Cop. I think I did. I did but I knew, no, this one. Okay. I, I, I definitely confused. I think I watched both of those films we both like, came out at the, same, right time. At the yes. same time. And so there are elements of both. I need to go back and watch Observe and Report. Yeah, unfortunately, it came out around the same time, which really hurt Observe and Report. Yeah. Um, because they thought it would be a goofy comedy, which it's not. It's uh, one of the darkest comedies you'll right. ever watch. And I think that was my problem is I went in thinking, right. you know who it is and like, right. you know, who makes it, yeah, whatever. Right. I was just like, okay, this is going to be a, and it was not. It's and I was not. like, what the it is fuck? Disturbing. It is the most disturbing comedy I think I've ever seen. Um, unless you want to say like King of Comedy is a comedy from Scorsese, which is, I recommend if you've never seen that, check it out. De Niro, uh, Jerry Lewis is very good. Um, it's not haha funny. I've seen some people yeah. say that's their favorite comedy. I'm like, that's not really funny. Hmm. Observer Report is, I think, a comedy but it's very disturbing. I will say though, I, I I will be remiss if I don't mention one movie, and I know it's who you also love, which you also kept off your list. Yeah, probably for the same reason. Royal Tenenbaums. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. I, it's I not saw it. Really it was like comedy, mm, yeah. but I I would say Royal Royal Tenenbaums might be the best movie of that decade. I agree. So if you consider Royal Tenenbaums a comedy, that's fine. That's fine. And if that's the case, that would be my number one. Yeah, absolutely. Royal Tenenbaums might is is I I think is the best movie of that decade. I agree. That's an that's an A movie for me. I hope, it's an A plus movie for me. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I've given we've given out A pluses yet, but it's an A. Whatever. I have not it's given out an A plus yet on this on this podcast. We haven't covered a movie yet that would earn that. But whoa, Silence of the Lambs, buddy. Are you you given, would, did I give an A plus? I think we a or gave, A plus. A. Both a, of us gave right. an A. You give Silence of the Lambs. I would give an A plus. I love Tenenbaums. Yeah. Silence right. Lambs is in that category, right? Silence Lambs is the best movie we've covered. Absolutely. Um, uh, what do we? Uh, no Country for Old Men. We, no, we, it's very right good. There. I give it an A minus or gray. Yeah, that's right. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Bombs would be in because it's in Tenenbaums my top. Bombs in that same level. Top with, ten movie for me ever. Yeah. Anyway, Silence Lambs maybe five. Top twenty. We're talking like right. yeah, the greatest. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Silence Lambs get an A plus for me, and so would um. Yeah. Okay. So, I would put it at the same. So the same level. But yeah, I'm report though. It's phenomenal. I give German report an A for sure. Check that out. Um, good. So we get some people some maybe some recommendations. Yeah. Watch some films. Okay, should we uh, move on to the song? Yes. Boom, boom, pow. Okay. Um, so Black Eyed Peas. I'm actually glad that we're talking about Black Eyed Peas because I have never been a fan. And it's mostly because of the radio stuff that they play. Yeah. Like all, like you just get nailed over the head with some of their songs. And, and they sell their stuff to anyone who, like any advertiser yes. or any TV station Apple, wants to use them. All com- I mean, commercials, all sorts so of shit. So you just, you're inundated with it. Yeah. Um, I, so how do I want to start? Black Eyed Peas, 80 million records is what they've sold. And that's pretty good because you, they're, they're, they're a weird dichotomy. In some ways, they're extremely commercial. And in some ways, they're very, um, they're like a little more avant-garde. Like if, so as I was looking into them, I listened to other stuff on, on, uh, on this album. This is the end. The E-N-D, end. Yeah. E-N-D, right? Yeah. E-N-D, right. Um, but, so I, so I listened to other songs on this and then some of the earlier stuff too. And the things that aren't radio are actually pretty fucking good. So yeah. they're this dichotomy. Did you, have you listened to the album? So I, uh, I had Elephant, which is their first major album. I had that yes. CD. And that, that one's, that one's a pretty good album. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a song on it. I'm going to say the name of the song. So don't get mad. That's what it's called. Right. It's let's called get, Let's Get Retarded. Right. So the, this is what the song is they called. They changed it to Let's Let's well, Get It Started. Right. So what yeah. happened was M- NBA wanted to use it, but they couldn't use it with that. So they changed it to Let's Get It Started. And that became yeah. a huge thing. But if you go back and you want to look at some lyrics, 
I know. Check that one out. I know. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's and but it's still on. Like you know, if you go to like Apple Music, whatever, you can still find that song. Spotify, same thing. On on there. So uh, if you, you want some weird, you know, this shows you how much the world has changed. Maybe in seventeen years. Yeah. So they are the second best selling um, artist in terms of downloads ever. So it has to be in the download era. Besi- um behind Rihanna, she's the only one that's outperformed them for downloads. So that's pretty impressive. I consider Black Eyed Peas to be the Kevin Smith of music making. There was That's someone I kind of liked when I was younger, but if you go back and actually like listen to what they're saying, it's the dumbest, stupidest shit in the world. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is just awful lyrics. <sighs> That's the problem is their lyrics. And so, you know, it starts here. Brainless. Mazel tov. Yeah. And then we're going to do it again, aren't we? That's right. We're gonna do and do it again. Right. And do it again. And do it again. It's like, that's the problem that I have with them is they're lyric. It's the same situation. It's like uh, of the Ed Helms song in the middle of the hangover. It's like, that's- let's talk about what's happening right now. No, it's <laughs> not. It's <laughs> not at all. That song's funny. Uh, so there's a, there's a lyric in uh, Boom Boom Pow I want to reference. Oh, wait, before you do that. Okay. The other part of this. And then we're going to name the days. Right. I, 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 right. It's like, come it's a on. Great example what the fuck? Them being just, that, that's a, actually, that day is a great example. What the fuck? So here's another example. So in <laughs> Boom Boom Pow, uh, Fergie, the, 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 yep. the wonderful Fergie, I guess. Uh, uh, just Fergie. Yeah. All right. We're on first name basis. I'm, 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 I'm done with this group, but uh, they, she says, um, you're so 2008. No, I'm oh, so we, 2008. You're so 2000 and late. Oh, no, she said, I'm 3,008. You're still 2,008. And it is a bad lyric. She says 3,000. Oh, she says Because it's a future song. I thought she said, I'm so 2,008. I'm so 3,008. You're so 2,000 and late. And late. Yes. What does that mean? Like you're you're actually, you're past tense, basically, is what she's saying. Why did it say 2008 then? Um, because you're not even up to 2008 because oh. that's when this was written. Right, right, right. So right, you're right. like in the past from then is what you're so saying. Like you're not even you like cool now. Back. There's only eight years to call from. Right. <laughs> yes. But she, that, I, it doesn't, it's not a good lyric. It, and that's the problem. They, a lo, most of their radio, so I think they just found, this is, people like to repeat stupid lyrics, you know, in dance clubs or when they're driving in their car, apparently. Right. It's very accessible. No, it's not even You're accessible. Right. It's like no. dumb yeah. lyrics that people say yeah. over and over um, so they can sing along. They don't what have to think to, much like, or learn. What happened to like the singer-song, like the 70s, you had like, you know, it's the great singer-songwriters and there was this, you know, kind of this trend going. And then and now we're doing this. It's just like, I don't want to sound like old man who yells at music here, but <laughs> you know, like what, what's going right. on? And, and there is some great music. That's like the nationals writing some beautiful stuff. Now there's some really yes. great stuff that's out there for sure. Right. But, um, some of the, the stuff that's more popular is just like, what, what are we doing? It's here? so accessible. It doesn't, it does just doesn't require you to think at all, but that's the thing with black eyed peas is their stuff that their, their songs that didn't make the radio are a lot more expansive. Even lyrically, they're a lot more expansive. It's just they knew, hey, let's keep things really simple and very repetitive, uh, make it easy for people to sing along. And so you've got things like, uh, let's get it started in here, is like you mentioned before, which is the same lyric over and right. over, over and over and over. Or um, where's the love? I hate that song so much. It's just this repetitive bullshit song. My hump is kind of interesting. 
Oh, I know it's annoying, so but it's actually, dumb. I think it's just so stupid. It's actually kind of interesting. I get it, but lovely it's, lady. Lumps. I know like, the lyrics aren't here? good, but the, but it's that there's an odd phrase and it, there's some interesting stuff stuff about it. Yeah. I don't really like it either, but I can acknowledge they're a band that I can acknowledge. I they're not really for me, but I can acknowledge that there's some skills there, particularly not their radio stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that is gonna get me destroyed. Oh, you already said enough today. I think this is this, this is, is a tough. This, this is gonna yeah, be a tough yeah, one for you're me. Gonna get some there are some back. certain people yep. who are gonna shoot me in the face for saying this. They're like Weezer for me. They've got like I'm not a big Weezer fan, but I can appreciate I can appreciate what they do, and they've got some like really big hits, and then but a lot of their really good stuff never made radio play. It's like all their kind of their their more innovative, interesting stuff didn't hit the radio. It didn't hit the didn't hit the radio. They're like they're the Weezer for me of of kind of the dance hip hop. I like Weezer more. I think Weezer has um, yeah. I, I think I think Weezer's terribly overrated. So I guess I I don't I don't disagree with you as much as you. Wow, I really thought I was going to get a backhand yeah, across the fucking know. face. I mean Weezer. Yeah, I'm I mean, listening to that blue that blue album yeah. uh, podcast, the like blue album versus versus. Good, yeah, I listened to the one versus OK Computer. Yeah, they're all right. That that podcast isn't bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I disagreed with a lot of their <laughs> OK Computer stands, of course, but but I but it also made me go back and listen to that album, and I was like, okay, right. there's there's you know this is I I get why people it's not really for me. It's too straight up rock. But I understand why people would think this is yeah, really good. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know why why uh, Black Eyed Peas is more than Will I Am and Fergie. Like the other two. Well, Fergie's people, gone now. Well, yeah, as of like 2017 or 18. But I mean, at this time. Yes. Like they're really, the other guys rap a little bit, but, I, but it's almost like don't do much. neither of them are very compelling. Will I Am is interesting. I guess. And Fergie's interesting. I, I, I have real problems. They, they seem stupid to me. Like they seem, especially Fergie. It's because of the lyrics. That's it. They're saying dumb things. They spend so much things. time in these videos. Like the videos, the videos are actually pretty. The video to this one's pretty cool. They like they spend all, but they can't spend an extra, I don't know, a couple of days punching up the lyrics a little bit to make it. I, you think know, the, I just think this is on purpose. It's they just want to. They have to say things that people can can easily relate. It's like a country tune almost. It's like say, you know things that you can sing along to that are easy to listen to. I guess. Who is this for now though? So now the people that would have listened to them are older. So like they have a new album coming out this week actually. Yeah. And um. I, like who is going to listen to that album? I'm not, I'm not being like, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm not being like uh, sarcastic. I mean like who, like I'm, I'm being serious. Like who, I don't know what is, cause I would imagine anyone who listened to them in college. Like I did, like when elephant came out, I just got out of college. It was my right. first year out. Right. And even then, like by the time their new album came out, I didn't buy it. I was too old for the music. So like, like who is, you know, grew up with the black eyed peas that is still buying. I wouldn't think it would be for them anymore. I would think if, you know, you're probably, you know, if, yeah, you're not listening to this stuff anymore. This is a kind of a dancey, fun song. Maybe you listened to it at parties and stuff when you were younger, but if you're not going to those scenes anymore, then why would you, would you listen to this yeah. just like doing chores around the house and shit? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if like... Uh, I'm curious if it sells. I'm curious to see how it... You yeah, know. we'll find out. I wonder if like younger, you know, the younger generation will we'll like, like this. Like Black IP. Maybe. Yeah. Like here's an example of... This is Hands Up, which I think is really interesting. Is this not Elephant? Yeah. Right? It's just, yeah. that's, that's real. I think yeah. that's really interesting and fun. And it doesn't have to be this repetitive, stupid, you know, 
one-liner. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, Equizer's a good comp. I, there's some black IPs. I guess I don't. All right. I just, the lyrics, they really, I guess maybe the older I get, the more I listen to lyrics too. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the album. So the album is The End. It's their fifth studio album. It's their third with Fergie. She wasn't the original. Uh, Kim Hill, I think, was the original female mm. singer on the band. The three rappers, Will I Am and the other two guys, who I think are, why well, I mentioned them. <laughs> but those are, they've kind of been consistent all the way through, but they've had a few different female um, folks. And uh, Fergie was the longest tenured. Uh, but this this album sold 11 million copies. It was a huge hit for them. Um, and it had three number ones. Actually, this is this is like... So they had, it was, I got a feeling. Oh, so Boom Boom Pow was the first one. Right. That hit number one. That's why we're doing it this week. It was number one for, I think, 12 weeks. And then was replaced by I got, a, I got a feeling for 14 weeks. So you had 26 weeks in a row of Black Eyed Peas number one. That's incredible. I know. Half of a year. And then uh, I'm a B is their third number one yeah. on this was another two weeks of number one. So 28 weeks of the year that's, of 2009 were Black Eyed Peas number crazy. one. That's crazy. It is crazy. The song... Um, the song had six million sales. Six million sales. Fucking, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this album had six Grammy uh, nominations. I think it won, it won a couple, I think. And yeah, I mean, so actually, I listened to the rest of the album and there was a lot that I liked besides. I, and actually, for in terms of the, the other two number ones, I don't really like. I, I fucking hate I Got a Feeling. But Boom Boom Pow is not a bad song. That's not a bad song. Fergie. I didn't know this, um, but she was on one of my favorite shows when I was seven years old. Yeah, Kids Incorporated. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. I watched it as a kid, yeah. Like a couple of them. Weren't there? Wasn't like Britney Spears in that too or something? Not Britney. Um, There's a woman who Not did us the song uh, Toy Soldiers. I can't. It's just like oh, her name right. was like Marika or something. Yeah. There's a few. I know there's a few it stars. It said Mario Lopez, but I didn't see him in the cast list. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. That actually, Kids Incorporated was the reason why I wanted to like be a musician oh. and be on stage. I saw that and I was like, holy fuck, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting to see. She went on and she was in that Wild Orchard band. Yeah, I don't know that. I didn't remember them. I saw that and I didn't have time and to go and she research was, she, and listen. She was addicted to crystal meth. I saw that. Jesus Christ. I know. Well, you know, it's another situation. You're a kid star. You're probably working all the time and trying to do school. You probably, you know. Do you think her parents are like, oh, Fergie. What? I think when they found out the news, you know, that she's addicted to oh, crystal meth. Oh, Fergie. Oh, Fergie. I think that's what happened. Okay. Um. So. I think I think we're good there. Are we good? Do we want to do more? There's a couple things I wanted to say. Okay. Um. It's cool that they way that they used this sample. That happens Wah. here way up there i mean they detuned it but that sample that happens throughout the entire song okay it's just there until which we'll hear in a second wait for it here we go and then it goes away I really love that transition from like you've just got this constant thing happening in the background and then just nothing it's space it's gone I can't get away from like the spaceship goes zoom and stuff I just can't oh no I understand the lyrics no I get it I have to tune that shit out like I have to not think about the lyrics 
because if I think about it, I'll be right there with you. It's like having some idiots scream at me. Yeah. The other thing is um, they based it one of the, like the, the songs that they were really into was this one. This is um, Planet Rock by Africa Bombada. Okay. And it was like the Will I Am's like the, the, what was influential to him to write the song. Sure. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like you want to be done this. Yeah. That's not. fine. Whatever. I mean, I mean, yeah. The lyrics. Yeah. Maybe some I mean, other time we'll, we're going to hit them again. And so some yes. other time I'd like to talk more about Will I Am. Okay. There, I think there's a lot to yeah, kind sure of go in here, again. but we don't have to. I think they're pretty vapid. And there's just, there's not, and I know maybe there is more to them than that, but I just, this song. You kind of steal my Tropic happen. Thunder a little bit though when you're, when you're negative about these songs. When I'm in On the what moment. now? <laughs> I said you steal my Tropic Thunder. I steal your Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh boy. All right. What the uh, fuck else? Uh, yeah, this song, by the way, that song, not, I don't hate this song by any I stretch. I think the song is fine. Yeah, it's com- not the best on their album. Compared to other songs we covered, this is probably in the top half. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. On this and show, like the, the songs we've had to cover have been totally. Yeah. And the other thing though is, I think it might be their my, one of my favorite radio hits of theirs because all oh, their radio hits are shit. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, okay, you want to do headlines? Do it. We'll do personal stories on the Friday show. Um, but I'm doing headlines today. Matt will do them tomorrow or on Wednesday. Sounds good. Uh, on June seventh of two thousand nine. Yeah. Billy Elliot won Best Musical and God of Carnage won Best Play at the Tonys. I've not seen either of those. Billy I saw the movie Billy Elliot. Oh, did you like the movie? I, I did. See? Okay. Yeah. Um, and the kid who, yeah, dances. Yeah, yeah, the little boy like Ireland, right? Uh, England, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On June 11th, the Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup in seven games against the Red Wings. That's that's what you got. I it's also a fucking have, Stanley Cup. Well, the first two were just a little appetizer. Is that what it is? But wait, wait. wait. I, okay. Oh, okay. Two thousand. So yeah, was Mario nine. Lemieux? St- Yager was there. I wonder if Lemieux is still was Yager there. I think Yager was there in okay. 2007. Yeah. Uh, 2009. Nine, sorry. Uh, on June 12th, and I, I have a little personal story tied to this, and I kind of want to talk to you about it. How are we going to do that on Friday? Oh, yeah, this is tied to this headline. Relax, That's relax. On June 12th, analog TV is switched off in the U.S. Oh, right. Uh, so when I moved, and I'm going to tell my first story about like antennas. I don't know if you have one, too. My but, story about antennas. Oh, well, yeah. So <laughs> well, I, I was born in New York, and I lived there until 89. So yeah. we always had cable. Like we always had HBO because it was like, you know, the cities had it first. So you just always had this stuff. Uh-huh. Moved to New Hampshire in 1989 and I lived on our dirt road and we didn't have cable and it sucked. Yeah. Cause I'm nine. I'm used to watching MTV. I'm used to having all these things and they all were taken away from me. I'm like, this sucks. Uh, so we had an antenna and if anyone's younger, maybe you didn't grow up in a rural area. What happens? You have, you have it's exactly what it sounds like. You have a giant antenna on the roof of your house that you have to put on yourself. Right. And then you have a dial in your living room. And now let's say you want to watch Fox. Fox was channel 25 at the time in Boston. It still is, but that's what it was for me. It's kind of far away. So I had to turn my dial to a certain thing. You had 25 marked on this little dial of where 25 usually would be. Huh? If it was channel nine. I had to do the same channel. It was ABC for instance. So, yeah. And that one came in pretty good. I said New Hampshire channel 11 is PBS at New Hampshire, but right. like channel CBS was uh, four. So that was Boston. So like, yeah, you, sometimes you'd be watching like a big, game on a big football game on CBS and you, you know, static would be like, yeah, trying to watch yeah, the world yeah. series, whatever. You're like, fuck, it sucks. It was really awful. Uh, so, and because I lived on dirt road in a small town, we didn't get cable for until I think I was in, almost in college. Really? Yeah. That long? The whole nineties didn't have cable. I, I had, a, I, I went to a friend's house or, uh, my mom's business. They had cable. So I used right. to be able to go there. Uh, or I go to my, my grandmother's house or anytime I want to watch something on cable, like for the nineties, I pretty much had to go somewhere and watch it. Did it you not have internet until college then? No, we had internet because it was dial up. Oh, dial up, right. Modem. So I had, actually we had, I was the first person to have cable. Uh, to have, I'm sorry, to have uh, internet 
my dad was a big tech geek. So we mm. had um, the first person on my group of peers to have it. So we had yeah. like Prodigy. We had CompuServe in the 80s. I, yeah. I had internet before I left New York. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have cable until like, know, like very late 90s. Right. I had a box that had um, buttons like one through, I don't know, 50 or something. And you'd press each button was a, was a channel. That's how it worked. But it was for, cable though. It was not cable. Oh, no. No, oh. it was, it was uh, that, uh, the last time that we had, a, uh, I had an antenna. It was like that. What did you cable. have? As a, when did you get cable as a kid? Do you remember having? Do you remember get? Or did you always have it? I had it. Or we had this box for a while. Definitely junior before junior. No, I think it was pretty early. I think I think I must have been pretty young, eight nine maybe when I had it. I would think. I think pretty young. Yeah, I mean, to, always, I remember having a bot like a remote control pretty young. To grow up and always have cable, and then to have it taken when you're nine, it really sucks. Because I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was. Yeah, I must have had a real because I was watching MTV and all that shit yeah. as a kid. Yeah, of course. It still chats my ass, but and because <laughs> and I live in a small town, so my town. Oh yeah, my you t- couldn't go out. Like who? Who are you going to go out and play with? Well, eventually, right. So I was right. So yeah, you're landlocked. But, um, my town eventually got internet. Say in like '95. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, got cable '95. Yeah, but because I was on this such a you small were road. We didn't get it for like four more years. So yeah. like everyone in town had it. So all my friends are talking about what they saw on cable now. And I still am not able to say, oh man, did it suck? That it must have been really, really sucked. Re- that must have made yeah. you angry. Yeah. Oh, two thumbs down. Is that, that where your anger comes from, you think? It, yeah. Your original uh, the fact, source? Uh, no, it didn't come from cable. No, it came from probably my father being <laughs> an angry person. Well, that could be. Yeah. We had direct TV uh, in the 90s. Oh, you did? Wait, so you went, you did. So but you went in satellite? the late 90s. Yeah. Eventually we were able to get satellite, but the, uh, but it was because the tr- they we, we tried to get them to come in like ninety five, right. even earlier than that. I must have my dad was alive or not. But the trees blocked it. It was it was, the, it was very antiquated. Yeah. But finally, in the late nineties, I think that's what happened. In the late nineties, we got uh, direct TV. We didn't get cable down our road until like the early two thousands. That's crazy. By then, I had already moved out. By the time we got cable, I moved out. Yeah, I lived in a suburb in Hooksit, so you know it was a development, and we were right off one of the main drags, like twenty eight uh, Route twenty eight, I think is what it was. So, so yeah, so we you, that must have been there since since I moved there in fourth grade or something. It was worse knowing what you were missing, like. Yeah. It would have been like easier for me if I never had it. Because you couldn't look it up. It's not like you could go watch it later or go right. on the internet and find oh, no. it. Nothing. But if I never had it, though, I wouldn't know. It's like I said it's almost like yeah, that's right. Worse if you know what you're missing. Totally. Like so that was that really sucked. That would suck. Yeah, it was easier for me too because even if I didn't have all that content, um, I had a bunch of kids in my neighborhood. I was outside all the time. Well, I rode. My, eventually, I got to. I, no, I know. It's still if you're how. What was your closest buddy? Uh, miles away, well, right? Yeah, but we all would meet. So we all lived I went like to backyard, and then I was with my bus. Yeah, we had well, we had to drive four miles on a bike to get there. But yeah. you know, it's, it's just a half hour. But then you're with the buddies. That wasn't that, that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. You know, you ride. But the worst part was I was just new, so I didn't have friends because I was so new. Right. So those first two years I was in New Hampshire, I'm like I. I have no friends. I have no cable. It sucks. Oh, but then, um, you, you know, read. Oh yeah. yeah oh, I yeah, read like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I read everything I could get my hands on. And, and you know, I remember we mentioned before we listened to like, I listened to, listen to NBC yeah, on the radio right. or yeah. whatever. I, I would just find other things to do. Right. It, but yeah, those, those two years are dark periods. I mean, like 89 <sighs> to like 91 was like oh, nothing to do. Like a lot of nothing to do. Yeah. Um, it really sucked to go from having that situation where I had my friends across the street from me yeah. all in the same block. And I had cable to having no friends and no cable is like, I have oh, nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really happy. We moved, believe me static. <laughs> well, you're happy now. You like being in New Hampshire. You wouldn't, you I wouldn't, do, you wouldn't want to be in New York. I didn't York like now. being in New Hampshire until I moved back until I, but I to move back really? in my thirties. Even so when I met you and you were here right before you moved Couldn't to New wait York, to get out. I, 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 you really wanted why out. I was going to New York city. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I just figured you'd, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I know. I couldn't wait to get out. Interesting. 
And then uh, it wasn't until I moved back in 2016. And I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, what? I'm going to stick around here. I guess I had the same experience. I was done with New Hampshire for a while when I moved you to went, California. Went, yeah, you went out. Yeah, but it, it was for a purpose. But no, you're right. I was like, I need to wind this time period of my life down. I need to go do something else. Yes. Even though I loved New Hampshire. It wasn't that I didn't love New Hampshire. It's just I'm, I, I did not to, love I New Hampshire. I was, I, was, I was still, the you negative parts of it were still, but then eventually I saw the positives because I came back. I'm like, oh, there is a great community here. There's yeah, great friends yeah, here. Yeah. And that's what changed me but uh, to liking it. But it took, even when I moved back in 2016, I moved back with the purpose of moving away again. I'm like, I oh, didn't know that. I'm going to come back. I'll move Regroup? to Vegas. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah, I just, just got going through divorce. I'm like, let me get my shit together. I'll stay here for a little while until I'm emotionally sound again, and I'll, I'll go out west. I always wanted to live out west. And You would have gone someplace with no, knowing no one. Well, that was my plan, but I realized going through divorce probably isn't the best. That's, no. that's a great way to find yourself hung in a closet. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was like, I probably should. I realized pretty early on, I'm like, I don't think I'm emotionally capable of doing that. It's going to be, uh, you know, me in a Hampton Inns, you know, hanging from a, from a rod. It's like watching an Ellie Schnitt uh, uh, YouTube show. Warden was here, right? I don't get the reference. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, People will. Will they? Yeah. It's very insular. You yeah. go, you're, going, you're going that direction? Sometimes. You're going to go, I go outsular, go insular. Depends. 20% of our audience is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who is Ellie Schnitz? <laughs> um, yeah. So but I, I realized when I, when I came back um, that this is the place I, I want to be. And um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked back, but I, I, it was not my purpose when I came here. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that. Okay. Well, we'll maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more at another time when we hit uh, 2016. We can, but Wednesday we're back with Up. Uh, and Friday, we're back with uh, taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Right. And um, see you guys then. Yep. See you in the next one.